The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. That's 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Initial exam and consultation, just $25. Today, today's health topic, we are talking about brain health. If you have not heard of BDNF, (laughs) which also stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF, that is what we're talking about today. Just a quick, brief uh, what it is. So BDNF is a neurotrophin that is vital to the survival, growth, and maintenance of neurons in key brain circuits right? Involved in not only emotion, but also cognitive function. So think about it as kind of like the fertilizer in your brain that helps produce brain synapses, right? So we are talking about BDNF1, how to increase it and attempt to keep your brain from aging. And two, some lifestyle choices or things that you may be doing that would decrease BDNF. That is, we're talking about brain health. I was just thinking today about what we can do more proactively to. uh, I was listening to the radio earlier um, on the way here, and they were talking about Alzheimer's. And on the radio, they're talking about all these individuals who had loved ones with Alzheimer's, you know, and how their brain, you know, for a lack of better terminology, just basically withers or melts away in front of your own eyes. And I just thought about, my goodness, what if we had the ability to be more proactive about our brain health you know we don't we think about I mean I I think about spinal health right um but the average person they think about oral hygiene and you know physical health but you know no one ever really talks about what we can do more proactively to see if we can't increase something like brain-derived neurotrophic factor BDF or how we just things that we can do more proactively to keep our brain healthy and well So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, if you don't know about what we do here, this is is exactly on par. I feel like this is right down my alley. At Greenwood Family Chiropractic, yes, we are a chiropractor's office, but we look at whole body wellness. So really being able to address more the whole picture of things. How do we, how do, how do we invest in our health overall? Whether, you know, five essentials, uh, 
mindset, nervous system, nutrition, detox, oxygen, and lean muscle. You know, how do we start investing in our health so that we can ensure that we are the healthiest, sharpest person we can be? I actually did an evaluation with a patient this last week, and he is, uh, I don't know, like late 50s, early 60s. And he had said from the moment he walked in, he what had started him is that he had his uh, family member who was a patient in a max living office down in the Atlanta area. And it helped her with a lot of things, um, physically, emotionally, like just to change her life. Walking testimony, right? And so he said, I don't really need all that. But he said, physically, I stood up a year ago and I herniated a disc when I stood up. And I was like, well, that's not, that's not normal. And so we went through and checked out his spine, saw what was going on. And it was so interesting because, I mean, his spine was degenerative. He had degenerative disc disease. Um, he had uh, an S curvature through his lumbar spine, lots of rotation. He's got bone spurring, tons of pelvic rotation and leveling. And so... Um, we started and I, and I went through an evaluation today and he said, you know, I'm, I'm feeling so much better, but you know, this is one where I walked in here still being able to do everything that I was able to do five years ago. But I know with something as simple as standing and hurting, herniating a disc in my back, I wanted to ensure that I am a hundred years old. He said, I'm telling you, I've had family members live to a hundred. I'm living to a hundred and I want to make sure I'm doing all of the things today when I'm a hundred years old. And I was like, well, that's that's fair. I said, well, kudos to you because most people think they need to be walking in on a cane, their back needs to go out for them to start taking action for their health. But oftentimes, right, and this is comes kind of derived from brain too, you know, when you start to elicit sign and symptoms, it's because it's been there for too long already. So why would we wait until we see these signs and symptoms to start doing something when we can be proactive now when we don't have problems? Right, because and I, I feel like the average person thinks, you know, there's not much uh, return on investment when you invest to stay well. Right, to stay well, not to get well. If you're already sick to get well, you think this is a great investment. But when you're already well, and you say I'm going to keep investing time and money and effort and energy into staying well, then what's your return on the investment? Because you're spending money, but you stayed well, and you're like, well, no, that's it's easier to stay well than it is to get well. You know, we're not going to take someone who has end stage of dementia or Alzheimer's and say, hey, let's work on increasing your BDNF. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not going to take someone who is bone on bone, who has, you know, degeneration, spurring and say, hey, we're going to make your spine look like you're 10 years old again. But if you take a 10 year old spine and you care for it until you're 60 and they don't have this decrepit, decayed spine, then that's very different, Right. But like people think, why would you get kids adjusted? So they don't turn in to that person who at 60 years old stands up and herniates a disc. That is why, right? So that's that's your intake about Greenwood Family Chiropractic. But before we talk about BDNF and brain health, let's get into some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. Today's Health in the News. 
comes from the Washington Post. Why fresh berries are the most healthy age-fighting foods around. I was excited about this. Um, So of all the luscious, healthy fruits in the season, now fresh berries may be the cream of the crop. They are the top sources of vitamins, minerals, and disease-fighting nutrients that can help reduce the risks of several age-related conditions. Yet, they are also highly perishable and often expensive, which makes you hesitant to buy them. Here's what you should know about buying and eating berries often, plus shopping and storage tips. So talk about body benefits. Among their many nutritional benefits, berries provide potassium, magnesium, vitamin C and K, and fiber. Low in calorie and relatively low in natural sugars, and they can contain prebiotics. So prebiotics are carbohydrates that help feed healthy gut bacteria. Many of their benefits are attributed to anthocyanins, compounds that may give fruits and vegetables their purple, red, and blue colors. Eating berries, a rich source, three times a week may help you lower type 2 diabetes, according to a 2013 study um, in the journal, uh, it's BMJ, British Medical Journal. And in a study that followed people for up to 24 years and was published in 2016 in BMJ, people who regularly ate foods high in anthocyanins, most blueberries and strawberries, gained less weight than those who ate them infrequently. This makes me feel so good because my kids are berry monsters. I probably could have put one of them through a private private uh, college at this point with the amount of money I spend in berries. So this, this gives me some affirmation as a mom for the amount of money I spend in berries. Blueberries and strawberries are heart healthy too. According to a study of more than 90,000 women published in the Journal of Circulation, people who ate these berries... Uh, more than three times a week versus once a month or less over an 18-month period had a 34% lower risk of heart attack. 2019 American Journal of Clinical Nutrition study um, said eating the equivalent of a cup of blueberries a day, wow, for um, six months (laughs) improved heart health measures in overweight and obese adults with metabolic syndrome. This includes the risk of heart problems and type 2 diabetes. That's a lot of blueberries. That is a lot of blueberries. One cup of blueberries a day for six months. I mean, my kids aren't shy from it, but that's that's, that's impressive. It's a cup a day. I mean, my kids eat a lot of berries. On average, people who eat more berries seem to live a little bit longer. Uh, this is coming from a professor of epidemiology and nutrition from Harvard. Uh, it fuels the brain. So blueberries, strawberries, and raspberries – are also powerful foods for learning and memory. Um, So a 20-year Harvard study of women 70 years and older found that eating blueberries at least once a week or strawberries at least once a week may delay cognitive aging by up to two and a half years, right? And that that might not seem like a lot, but I think about two and a half years that you get to spend with your significant other. Two and a half years, you get to, you know, it might be that you get to see your daughter or son get married. You might just get to see your first grandbaby be born or your 10th grandchild be born. Or you get to go to another grandma and grandpa breakfast at school. I don't know if they still do that. Right? But like those are the things that that two and a half years can do. 
Research also found that uh, older men and women who ate the equivalent of one cup, this is a lot of cups, equivalent of one cup of fresh blueberries every day for three months did better on learning and memory tests than those who were given a placebo. I mean, I guess it's worth it. Ongoing research suggests that strawberries and raspberries have similar effects. Now, this is one for us. Unfortunately, um, we make sure we do organic. Uh, berries are on the dirty dozen. So because they're these sweet little gems, bugs love them, which means if bugs love them, they get to them faster than you can. So it is very common for them to spray, um, for them to spray it even more. Here's a tip. These are, this is not their tips, but I will give you my tips, uh, cause their tips are store them in a covered container in your refrigerator and don't rinse them till you're ready to eat which is actually the exact opposite of what I'm going to tell you. Uh, And I don't know who this person is. I love their love for berries um, and all the health. But uh, the writer, I'm not sure what she knows about this. So here's what I will tell you. The first thing that I do is I, you know, the big thing is that they mold quick. And so when I get home, I will take a bowl and it is, uh, it's probably, the bowl is probably about half, half a gallon of water, two thirds. I don't know. It's just a big bowl. I can tell you, I never measure it. And I put the berries in and I put, I don't know, for probably like a half to a gallon of water, I probably put a third to a fourth of a cup of uh, distilled white vinegar in there. Vinegar is known as a kind of natural antimicrobial, kills bacteria, um, but it also kills the mold spores. And so for me, then once I let them sit, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, maybe five minutes. I just, I don't, it depends on how much time I have or if I forget about them. I often forget about them. I have a lot of small children. And then I just take them and I put them on a paper towel, let them dry. And then I, I put them back in their bag and I put them in the, I'll put a paper towel kind of on the base in the bottom of the container. And then I put the mostly dried berries back in and it saves a ton. What was super interesting is that I had learned from one of the respiratory therapists that is in the office is that that's actually how they clean nebulizers. She said, do you know how they clean nebulizers? I said, no. And she said, you just put them in a distilled white vinegar bath because it's an antimicrobial. It kills all of those spores. And I was like, God, I do that with berries. So it was just a really interesting one. So lesson, eat a cup full of blueberries a day. (laughs) Um, but this is one I can tell you, ready? I actually had blueberries on the way here, if we're being honest, is that there are raw almonds and blueberries. There's something about that combination that is so good that I'll throw them in a little cup and I'll do, um, you know, really it's probably about a cup of blueberries and a handful of almonds and you mix them together in your mouth. Mm, they're delicious. Um, but yeah, add in more fresh berries to your diet for brain health. Now, Again, if you've not heard of BDNF, I'm going to tell you more about what it is and how to increase it next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. I feel my heart beats. 
One reason that I do this show is to ensure that individuals have the knowledge to take action for their health. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Greenwood Family Chiropractic is where you can find us. We're at the corner of 135 in Fairview, right in the heart of Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, 317-893-2853. Or if you head to our website, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, you can schedule an appointment online. Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Initial exam and consultation, just $25. Today we're talking about brain health. I really want to focus in on BDNF. So I know that the average person has likely not heard about what this is, but you have it, which is you know, always so interesting. So BDNF stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It is a protein produced inside nerve cells. The reason why it's so important to a healthy brain is because it serves as fertilizer for the brain. So essentially, it fertilizes brain cells to keep them functioning and growing, as well as propelling the growth of new neurons. So unlike, although neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin are important for helping the brain function because they're carrying signals of neurons, the protein BDNF build and maintain the brain circuits, which allow the signals to travel. So... BDNF improves the function of neurons. It encourages their growth. It strengthens and protects them against premature aging. And it also binds the receptors at synapse. So it helps to improve signal strength between neurons. So essentially, the more BDNF the brain has, the better the brain works. Right? So... I always think it's interesting because you're like, hi, do you know what you need your brain for? Answer, everything. You need it for everything. So naturally, we want more of this protein in our brain. But what happens if there's a lack of BDNF or when something prevents it from working properly? So along with impaired learning, decreased levels have been associated with a variety of different neurological and mental conditions, which include not limited to Alzheimer's, epilepsy, uh, anorexia, depression, schizophrenia, and OCD, right? Interestingly enough, depression, although researchers don't say that low levels of BDNF protein directly cause depression, there have been many studies that actually connected between the two. Dr. John Ratty pointed out that a study of 30 depressed people found that every single one of them had low levels of this protein. In post-mortem studies of people who committed suicide and had depression, the researchers found a significant decreased level of the protein, right? Um, Anxiety is fear. 
fear to the brain means a memory of danger. Danger means something different to someone who's diagnosed with anxiety disorder than someone without. So again, um, recent research has led scientists to believe that the protein is an essential ingredient in combating anxiety. Um, Now, like other chemicals in the body, hormones in the body, BDNF decreases with age, right? So I don't know who needs to hear this today. It's totally unrelated to your brain. But testosterone is meant to decline when you age. It is a normal process of aging. I don't know who needed to hear that right now, but that was for you. There are other chemicals in the body too that are part of normal decrease in terms of aging. BDNF is one of them. Um, that's why sometimes it takes us longer to learn to do a complex task as we age, right? Anyone have the grandmas and grandpas who don't want to learn how to use the new cell phones? Hi, that's it. Um, so let's talk about benefits of high BDNF. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Now, one benefit is increasing brain plasticity. So when your brain cells get damaged or face a stressful situation, BDNF protects them and helps them come back stronger. They help improve sleep. So brain-derived neurotrophic factor, also known as BDNF, can um, help you sleep better by increasing your slow brain waves during your deepest stage of sleep. Helps boost weight loss. They found studies show that the more overweight a person is, the lower their BDNF levels. One study suggests, at least in mice, lowering levels of BDNF did make them more prone to obesity. Helps ease depression, somewhat of what we talked about earlier. So again, with the neural pathways becoming more flexible instead of shutting down, um, which can explain why higher levels of BDNF are associated with warding off depression, as well as protects against neurodegenerative diseases. Again, something we talked about. Um, A low level could lead to this. They found a higher level obviously protects you. Research suggests that high BDNF may lower your risk of developing neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. One study tracked a group of adults for 10 years and found that those with the highest levels of BDNF developed dementia and Alzheimer's 50% less of the time than those who had the lowest levels of these protein. Right? So, again, um, it's normal for it to fall as you age. So what we want to concentrate on now is how can we set ourselves up to release more BDNF to make sure we keep our brain resilient and priming it to grow stronger. Now let's talk how to increase BDNF, right? If you want your brain to be healthy and strong, make more synapses, connections, plasticity, that is, I'll, I'll share with this um Quickly is, uh, you know, I always, my husband is military and it is very, very common for the amount of chemicals that they're exposed to, for um, the injections that they need to have, the emulgums that they put, right? Silver fillings. They're not silver compositionally. They're over 50% mercury. Um, They need to call them mercury fillings. 
Uh, so the first thing that we did when he got out of active duty is we went to an accredited um, biologically certified dentist so that they could have his amalgams taken out safely. Because that is one of my biggest fears is that his brain is basically going to melt away and he's not going to remember us or our kids, you know? So it's just one where it's like, okay, so what we can we do on a more proactive component? Number one, exercise. Ooh, part of the five essentials. Exercise is one of them. This is why I said at the very beginning, this is right down my alley. Now, this is a little bit different. We're talking about endurance exercise. So this is not like, yeah, I went for a walk or um, I stretched, right? Like a stretch every morning. Okay, that's nice. That's not an endurance exercise. So endurance exercise releases a protein called uh, fibronectin type 3 dominant containing protein 5. <laughs> for short, FNDC5. That's quite a a mouthful. So FNDC5 increases brain-derived neurotrophic factor by 200 to 300%. So basically, when you have endurance exercises, your brain says, hi, here is this um, protein. And this protein, in turn, is going to help increase your BDNF, your brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Increase in this, so increase in exercise, endurance exercise. Um, there was one study who actually looked at men who cycled daily for three months, nearly quadrupled their resting BDNF. Quadrupled. Now, uh, strength training can increase this, but only for a few minutes post workout. So, when you're talking about what exercise to do to get your most bang for your buck in terms of seeing an increase of this BDNF, protein um you have to opt for moderately intense cardio um so running swimming cycling fast-paced yoga um or pick up a sport right like do something that gets your heart rate really increased and in turn that will increase bdnf as well the next step on how to increase your bdnf uh are polyphenols polyphenols so they're antioxidants and these antioxidants stimulate brain-derived neurotrophic factor and protect your brain from stress where do you find these polyphenols you might ask coffee green tea dark chocolate blueberries right more reasons why to eat a bunch of berries colorful vegetables are all excellent sources of polyphenol um, I, th- I thought it was kind of interesting when we talk about like, hi, a couple blueberries a day, help with brain. And then here again, a lead in, um, coffee is, is going to be one when you're doing coffee, there's good and there's bad coffee. You know, when you're looking at kind of the standard coffee that you would get from a drive through or, um, not really what you want to look at is organic mycotoxin free mycotoxin is mold so coffee beans have a naturally high mold count often Um, often if you get them shade grown as well they can be less acidic so those are kind of the things that we look at in terms of coffee shade grown organic 
mycotoxin-free, mold-free. So if you're like, hi, I like to drink a lot of coffee, it actually can help your brain more so than just the fact that it is that it's caffeinated is because there's the positive polyphenols. Also, stop taking a good thing and making it bad when you put it through a dyed, right, like a white dyed filter, um, then it, it takes out all the good healthy polyphenols, takes out all the good um, healthy oils that you would get from coffee. It takes a really great thing and just makes it meh. So <laughs> make sure you are um, doing clean sources of these, right? You're going to say, oh my gosh, I'm doing blueberries, but I won't buy organic. And we'll talk about some of those things that decrease your BDNF and the remaining portions on how to increase those next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne. Really appreciate you listening and that you are listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853. That's 317-893-2853. Or you can always check us out online at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Initial exam and consultation is just $25. Now, today we are talking about BDNF. It's a protein in your brain. Your brain produces that um, is kind of like a fertilizer. Helps with increasing synapses, helps your brain grow and develop BDNF. So we talked about some of the things, what it is, um, and we also talked about um, some of the things that increase it. So we're going to talk a little bit more about how to naturally increase, but as well, we are also going to talk about things that would decrease it besides kind of the normal, normal aging. So now, here are ones. And you have full control over this, right? That's the one I think, too, when people say, gosh, you know, I don't really know. This just fell upon me. And yes, health concerns. I mean, I get it. That being said, when they say, hey, low levels of BDNF can increase neurocognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia, um, depression, anxiety, and here are some things that you can do naturally to increase them. Here's another study and another study and another study, and it's all things that you can do. This is where we have to start taking personal responsibility for our health. Health is in your hands. You need to take action. Now, uh, one of the things that they go through is intermittent fasting. We've talked about this before. So if you're not familiar, intermittent fasting is a form of uh, meal windows. I don't love the verbiage of dietary restriction because it's really not restricting. You're just really eating with a window. You can eat, um, so say you eat breakfast at 
uh, seven lunch at noon, dinner at five. If you skip breakfast and you have lunch at noon and dinner at five, right, or six maybe, you know, that's or 11 to six, it's a seven hour window of eating and you fast the rest of the time, i.e. quit snacking, <laughs> like quit snacking. Um, what they found is that um, when you have more of this intermittent fasting, it increases your brain derived neurotrophic factor. So it seems to stimulate the production of new neurons increases the brain's ability to resist aging and restores function to the brain following injury. More specifically, intermittent fasting appears to result in a stress response at a cellular level that stimulates neuroplasticity and the production of certain proteins like BDNF. Intermittent fasting, find your window. Uh, I would say for the average person, you you wouldn't necessarily want to start with a window of five or six hours, but you can work your way there. Do 12, right? 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's a pretty good. And then go 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then do, you know, noon to five. And you can shorten that window a little bit more for their intermittent fasting. Another one is omega-3 fatty acids, right? Mostly found um, in fish, especially deep water fish, salmon, tuna, cod. You know, we know that those are really good for inflammation. We know omega-3 fatty acids are great for heart health, oxidative stress, cholesterol, lowering blood pressure. But they've actually found too that it provides a neuroprotective layer for the brain by raising and normalizing BDNF levels. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy between like supplementation for omega-3s. You know, I would say the best source that you can ever get them is through your food. So again, uh, I know sardines are also a really great one. Salmon, tuna, cod. If you're looking at more plant-based, plant-based would be higher for EPA. So that's nuts, flax seeds, chia seeds, um, where DHA, DHA is more... Uh, from deep water fish. So these are ones, get them from your diet as much as you possibly can. If you are not, make sure you find a good quality source in terms of those um, fatty acids. Now, last but not least, this one comes with a caveat, but probiotics. Now, this is not regular probiotics. Stop taking regular probiotics. I literally was just looking at an article that talked about patients who are taking probiotics. They take them, um, they usually over-inoculate, and then it causes them brain fog. So stop. I want you to eat these probiotics. Like you have L-acidophilus. The L stands for lactobacillus. So you have Lactobacillus brevis, um, Bifidobacterium longum, Bifidobacterium lactis. Um, so, uh, where you get these from? Fermented foods, right? What are fermented foods? You're talking about krauts, sauerkrauts, pickles, brined olives, kimchi, sourdough, um, yogurt, kefir, miso, tempeh. Um, Again, pickles, kraut, yogurt. So basically fermented foods. You can ferment your own fruits and vegetables too if you want to. Uh, I'm not there yet. I, I do a good handful of kefir. So add that in there. So a good, and it goes to show again when you talk about um, uh, David, David Perlmutter, 
doctor. He's actually one who wrote the book Brain Maker. This is where we talk about there's such a big gut-brain connection. You have to make sure that your gut is doing well. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, and we're talking about BDNF and what that has to do with making a super healthy, sharp brain. Now, we talked about ways to increase. Now, let's talk about some of the things that you may be doing to decrease it. Stress. Sometimes because stress is not a tangible, it is very, very hard uh, a tangible in terms of measurement, I should say, right? Like I'm so stressed and you have someone who's a stress monster and someone who's, you know, not a stress monster, like <laughs> coming off of the beach and just super relaxed. Stress is one of the biggest inhibitors of BDNF. And so you think at work, you're constantly bombarded with work, advertisements, information, um, artificial lighting, all sorts of other stimulus that tax your physical biology. You have to make it a normal part of your day to manage your stress appropriately. And that's hard because it's for everyone. If that's your wife, if that's your spot or your, you know, your husband, your significant other, if that's your kids, if it's your job, if it's... Um, Again, like you, it, it's hard, right? Because sometimes there are factors that you can change more and there's sometimes factors you can't. And so that's truly one where we have to look a little bit more at figuring out how we manage those more appropriately. Uh, sugar. Stop eating sugar, right? Like I don't, I don't know how else. I had a mentor that said, it's a white crystal powder. It'll probably kill you, right? And this is it. Um Eating sugar curbs BDNF production, specifically in rats, and it's linked to cognitive decline in humans, right? Um, When we talk about you're going to say, I'm not going to do sugar and I'm going to do artificial sweeteners, um, that's just as damaging on your brain. So when you're looking at more like high quality sweeteners, we're talking about... um, you can do more more natural ones. Um, monk fruit, stevia, uh, raw honey, though it's still a sugar source. I mean, you can even look at dates. Dates are used for sweetening. Um, but, you know, this is a good time to cut back on the amount of sugar that you use. And the other one, too, that I feel like is especially more forefront in mind in terms of brain health Um and cognitive decline and decrease of brain health is social isolation. Uh, I feel like this isn't new though, but lack of meaningful mental stimulation leads to lower BDNF. Social isolation contributes to depression, which can decrease BDNF. So this is one where um, when I was reading more about BDNF and what increases it, this is one where you have to be intentional. And especially too, I see... Um, just family members going through, uh, you know, uh, social isolation, whether it be because they're getting older, a loved one died or passed away, pandemic, whatever it may be. Uh, we need this. We, your brain has to work. You know, so whether that be puzzles, reading, uh, social interactions, those are so incredibly vital for not only mental health, 
but also BDNF. And again, remember, BDNF is one of the most powerful biological triggers for sharpening your mind. So here's where you have to look at, and I, I challenge you. What can you do to start naturally increasing your BDNF? If we want to have sharp, healthy brains, then we have to do uh, activities, whether it be exercising. Um, here's actually another one. I'm going to throw in two more uh, about some great ways to increase, increase, increase. How do we increase, increase? Sunlight. Get outside. Simple sun exposure increases brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It improves mood, increases your vitamin D, it decreases. Yes, the sun actually decreases your risk of skin cancer, albeit that you don't burn yourself. Get outside into direct sunlight 20, 10 to 20 minutes a day. Uh, leave your sunscreen, leave your sunglasses. You want the UV rays hitting your proprioceptive on your skin and in your retina. See the sun, feel the sun. It is so incredibly important, right? So you ever feel like your brain's healthier and sharper and more acute in the summer than it is the winter if you're living in the Midwest? Yeah, there you go. Another one too is you have to sleep. Feel like sometimes we um, fail to think about the importance of sleep, but you release BDNF during the deeper stages of sleep. So there's four stage cycles. Um, you cycle through them every 90 minutes. On average, you spend about a third to a half of the night in stages three and four, which are the ones that give you the deepest, most restorative sleep. So this is one where when you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to bed until, you know, whatever, midnight, one o'clock, and I'm getting up at five or six in the morning. Uh, it's one that I deeply encourage my husband, like you need to sleep. You need to sleep. It is actually really, really important. You need to sleep. And the other one too, which kind of goes hand in hand when you say, hi, stress depletes BDNF and it's toxic to it, then no surprise that meditation should increase it. So uh, specifically strengthening areas of the brain that correlate with pain tolerance, body awareness, um, memory, emotional control, happiness, and attention. So meditation, I'll be very candid, is not my thing. Being still for more than a couple minutes is uh, torturous to me. So it, all you have to do is start with five minutes. I actually started doing it, and I'm not sure if this counts. If you're in the meditation world, you can frown upon it. That's fine. But in a good, better, best scenario, um, like I do it in my car. It's one that I turn on. There is a playlist called Deep Focus that I listen to. It's a playlist with no words. And it's a time that I just kind of let my brain not think. I know sometimes you like close your eyes and do the thing, but that's my like drive time that I have no kids in my car on the way to the office or on the way home that I just have that quiet time. And it has been helpful for me. So in a good, better, best scenario, maybe you do like a meditation challenge. You can have, there's apps for that. I will very candidly not be the person who guides you through meditation, but do things that navigate through and lessen your stress. So BDNF, how we have stronger brains. But remember, your health, your brain, your life is no one's responsibility more than your own. So make sure you're taking proper action on a daily basis to do things and invest in your health and don't wait till they're gone to put it as a priority. Thanks so much for tuning in. Initial exam and consultations 25, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, 317-893-2853.
Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on. 